Elite Physique University, your source for all things physique enhancement. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to Elite Physique University. I'm John Gorman, your host. We got Jason Theobald shredded as hell, getting ready to step on stage soon. Jason, what's going on, man? How are you? Uh, doing all right. I mean, I'm, you know, I feel kind of like, like you should when you're, uh, you know, two weeks out. Yeah, for those watching on YouTube, you don't have the skeletal face or anything like that, which that doesn't always mean that someone's, someone's. Well, the beard hides it. My cheeks are pretty sunken in. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I see every single week, so I'm, I'm pretty used to it now. But we're going to get into that. We're actually, the topic today, we're going to talk about how you ended your off season. We're going to talk about your prep, um, the first week, which is kind of exciting. And then we're going to fast forward to you being, you're what, in the two to three week out range um, from your first show. So we're just going to let everybody know what's going on there. But First of all, man, we've got some cool stuff to let everybody know. We have our dates um, solidified. I'm going to put a link in the show notes for anyone listening. Elite Physique University Phase 2 is going to be in Tampa on the 20th and 21st of November. And we brought Dr. Bill Campbell in to speak with us on both days. So you're going to give two presentations. I'm going to give two and Bill's going to give two. And real quick, I'll, I'll highlight the two that I'm giving and Bill is giving. Um, Bill's going to talk about rapid fat loss and does it cause muscle loss. So he's got a lot of research that he's done on that in the lab at USF. He's going to break that down. And that's pretty cool to hear somebody talk about rapid fat loss. It's not something we see a lot of. Um, right. So that's, that's going to be great. And then he's going to talk about the science of diet breaks. And he's done a ton of research with that too. And, you know, we've talked about it a little bit here and there on the show, but to see a researcher, you know, so accredited in his field, break that down. That's going to be fun. I'm going to talk about advanced muscle building strategies and there's a lot of stuff that I have my athletes do and a lot of stuff I've researched that I'm going to talk about that you just don't hear put out very often. So advanced muscle building tactics um, and techniques. And then I'm going to talk about um, understanding insulin sensitivity and cortisol's impact on calories in versus calories out. And that's something I've never got to speak on. You know, we've kind of broke it down here on the show and multiple podcasts, but to actually put it together in one giant episode or one giant PowerPoint is going to be cool. And then Jason, talk to us about yours. You've got one. Um, so I'm going to do, you know, I had my hormonal adaptation presentation, you know, where I talk about basically hormonal dysfunction and metabolic adaptations and kind of like how you walk someone through that for lifestyle changes, de-stressing them, supplementation, flushing them. Right. And this is part two, you know, now someone's healthy. How do you maneuver in and out of diet and getting their body where they want without putting them back into the same situation? Cause they're a little more prone now that they've experienced that. And so this is part two. I'm also going to do kind of a deep dive into PCOS. Like what is it? How do you find it on labs? Many times it's misdiagnosed. Um, it's hypothalamic amenorrhea. And then it's like, now that you've found it, what lifestyle changes do you make for the, um, for the client? What do you do with diet? What supplements do you take? What do you do with training? I'm going to show you all the lifestyle changes plus supplementation plus, you know, all of it. So. Yeah. And you know, I've had people message me, um, because we've announced it now. I've had people say, 
well, it's phase two. What if I didn't go to phase one? You, you guys can jump right into phase two. You can jump right in. We'll catch you up. A lot of this stuff you can at least become familiar with by listening to our podcast. And if you really, really want to get caught up with Jason, he's got, Jason, you've got your first um, recording available. Um, yep. it's, it's, it's at a discounted price. Yes. You get hormones part one, right? You get part one. Um, I can send you literally the PowerPoint, the recording the lab and the desk reference that you get free, which kind of shows you optimal ranges. You can print out and put at your desk for 250. So it's a good value. I don't advertise it a ton. I should, but um, yeah, people can hit me up and I can get that out to them really easy. Yeah. But for those of you, it just, I mean, you can get caught up, just listen to the podcast, you know, see a lot of our material. We'll catch you up. You'll be good to go to jump right into phase two. Don't, don't worry about that. And we do have a, uh, a live recording option to where you can buy tickets to watch it live. You don't, if you can't travel in, we're going to have that as well. It costs a little bit more, but you know, we want to make it free to, or uh, fair to our people that are going to show up and travel and stuff like that. So uh, this is going to be a big event, man. I know this will be the biggest one that we've done. So don't hesitate to get your tickets guys. It's in the show notes here. And then uh, I'm going to go ahead and crack this now because Today, it was a pretty good day for us. Uh, we announced that Cliff Wilson has come on board Fat Muscle Project as a sponsored coach, but he's also helped develop supplements. So he's hard at work on a couple of them right now. Um, but man, that's, that's, a, that's, a good, that's a good deal for Fat Muscle to have a, a coach the caliber of Cliff, who's definitely one of the top people in the sport to be able to be on our team, man. So that's pretty nice. cool. That's, that's it for me, man, on all the new yeah. stuff. Let's let's go ahead and get into your prep. Um, okay, we're just going to go down the list here. Here, I've got some questions for you. Let me pull it back up. In just a second. So, let's go ahead and talk about your goal this season, um, and let's talk about when the date and the first show is. So, what? Go ahead and knock those out. Well, I mean, at this point, you know, putting yourself through all this at this age. I mean, my goal is to win. Um, you know, I'd like to qualify for an Olympia. These guys just keep getting better, though, man. You know, I'm watching, and they're, they're really good. Um, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm just trying to put my best foot forward like you do in any prep um, and see where it shakes out. But, I mean, the ultimate goal would be to, to win uh, and qualify for the Olympia. Um, I'm not sure I'm a points kind of chasing guy. Um, I Prep's just not as – uh enticing as it used to be you know if i'm being honest uh i enjoy fine dining and having a little wine here and there and you know i don't know so I, i'm not gonna be one of those guys that chase the points I, I just i don't see it happening so i have like the first show is september 25th there's a kentucky pro october 16th which is three weeks later i was looking hopefully to do something closer but i don't think it's going to happen and then there's the hurricane October 25th if I really want to hang on. But uh, we'll just knock one out at a time and see how I'm, how I'm feeling, how it's going. But those are the dates. What, when's the Olympia? I don't know that off the top of my head. I should have looked it up. I think it's like October 7th, but I could be wrong. I'm sorry. You were, it, I think we broke up a little bit. When's the day of the Olympia? Do you know? Hey, it might be October 7th, but I could be wrong. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things, man. We're super excited to kind of see because your physique is definitely – this to me is by far your all-time best. I remember when you made that big jump when your physique really took off in like 2016 when you won your pro card. 
And then, you know, for, for me, man, really kind of the last year, your physique has really, really taken off. What do you attribute that to? Is there any specific key thing? And I know this wasn't in our show notes. It's just me wondering here as a, as a um, I mean, you know, without getting into too much personal stuff, like there was, you know, kind of people holding me back and, you know, just didn't want me to bodybuild. And, you know, now I have a little bit more support. Um, and so I've been able to kind of focus, but, you know, even, even though I feel like I have made improvements, I haven't had a real off season in many years. Right. Um, and you know, I was moving, um, the divorce, I was on my shit in terms of food, but I still didn't have like this off season where I pushed my weight up. I kind of got to decide like if I really need to do that. Um, right. We'll see. But, you know, I think I've just been able to focus more um, and just kind of do bodybuilding without feeling guilty about it. I definitely get it, man. I, I, I definitely get it. And I know that you're in a good place and it's just, it reflects in your physique. You know, you send me your pictures, you, the posts you make on social. I'm pretty excited about. Let's go back in time just a little bit to the end of July. So this is we're you know we're into September now. Let's go back to July when you ended your off season. Yep. What were your macros like and what was your weight like? Uh, let's go ahead and start there. I was probably only getting 200 grams of protein. Um, not a big protein guy. I bloat. Um, I was only getting 200 grams of protein, but I was probably getting 550 grams of carbs, and I'd say 300 plus with a pre interim post. Um, fats were probably around 60, 70, somewhere around there. I always build out a diet, but like, you know, I'll pick this fat or, you know, I kind of sub in this and that. So when I say about, I mean, it's, you know, yeah. it's about, I know my physique well, and I, I can see if something I'm doing is accumulating fat or not, you know, working in the direction I need it. Um, so they were pretty high. Um, I don't know what that calorie is, but um, right. I think it's over 3,000, so, and the carbs were high. Is that something that you find, too, is, you know, I'll see, I'll see people go middle of the road on carbs, middle of the road on fats. I've noticed more people just respond better. If they're going to go ahead and, and go up on carbs, drop the fats. If they're going to go up on fats, drop the carbs. I just haven't seen a lot of people do good middle of the road as far as how they feel. What, what are your thoughts on that? Um, so, if I – could diet any way and not have my hormones impacted, it would be lower fat even year round. Um, I stay leaner, less bloat, but my SAPG tanks, like tanks. And then that affects other areas of your life. And so um, I don't like it. So I generally put about 50 or 60 grams of fat in these days. And, you know, that still works pretty good. But like I said, I would prefer to go lower. And if someone isn't impacted and they're on HRT and they want to stay lean, like if they're a car, more of a carb processor, more ecto, mezzo, they'll probably stay leaner keeping the fats lower. But, you know, you got to see what kind of hormonal impact that's having to you. Yeah, totally, totally, totally agree. Let's talk about the first steps that you really did um, with that first week. But before we get into that, you had a pretty big drop the first week of seven pounds. I'm kind of excited for you to talk about that for our listeners. Going back, though, did you do anything to clean up insulin sensitivity before you started the official prep August 1? No, because it was okay. Um, even with 500 carbs, I was in a good spot. I was lean. Um, insulin sensitivity was decent. Um, I'm never a guy that's going to be giving you 
70s on a glucometer and it's just right. not it's not my thing um type 2 diabetes does run in the family um but i was lean good pumps um i didn't check it but i didn't feel it was anything that you know had to be cleaned up per se but you know the first week i dropped from 550 carbs to about 300 i think somewhere around there yeah and lowered my fats big time down to like 20. so i dropped like you said seven pounds like really fast and so i think that also says speaks to the fact that my insulin sensitivity was pretty good too yeah um so i i did i wasn't testing it actively and i didn't feel like there was any signs of, of anything needing to be reset yeah and that for our listeners that aren't familiar with that cleaning up insulin sensitivity before, before you start a prep I, i've got to give jason props here we did an old podcast on the TNT podcast back in the first form days. It's probably been like four years ago at this point. It was like yeah. 2016, 2017. And you brought up this idea that you had been doing, and you're really the first one ever that I know that ever came up with this. And since then, I, I do it all the time now. Um, you talked about cleaning up insulin, insulin sensitivity before someone starts a prep. And, and what that means is, you know, I've had athletes where they've had three-year off-seasons and they're just pounding carbs and having a free meal or two and like doing all the things that we think are right to grow. But the problem is their insulin receptors take such a beating for those years. Then they go to diet and you, you pull 50 carbs or, you know, 80 carbs and nothing happens. It's because mm -hmm. they need to have insulin sensitivity restored. So that's something you're still, you're still doing a lot of I mean, even if you need to, right? In theory, I kind of did it that first week. You know, I mean, right. by dropping 200 and some carbs out and going into a deficit of that, that quick. Cause like you said, had I just pulled 50 carbs from 550, nothing would have happened. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things too. And people need to understand as lean as you are, the leaner you get, the better your insulin sensitivity. So that's, mm -hmm. that's, I mean, yours is just, you're, you walk around lean year round. So um, that's just to kind of catch people up on that. Did you worry about the seven pound drop when it was happening? Um, you probably haven't had that happen before, right? Not that big. I always drop fast the first week, always. Um, so I wasn't that concerned, especially when like I looked a lot better. I actually even looked bigger. Um, so no, I wasn't too worried about it. And I know, you know, generally we tell clients two pounds, two pounds. But when I started the diet, we ate out three nights too. And again, I don't eat like an idiot, but we had sushi, had a big 12 ounce filet the next night. And then I think we went to this place called City Bird that has like, they're lightly fried, but it's like breaded chicken tenders over salad. Yeah. And so I had three meals. So I knew I was holding some sodium too, you know, yeah. holding some water. So I wasn't, I wasn't concerned about it. Like I said, it always happens with me. I have this big flush. I tighten up super fast. And then I kind of settle into it and kind of get my bearings. And then it's, you know, a pound here, half a pound there. Then I'll gain some muscle. And this, you know, maybe the scale doesn't move for a while. So that's kind of where I bounced around. I'm like 186 in the morning now, and I got to be 185 at 4 p.m. So um, it's not going to be a fun Friday, probably. Yeah. And let's, speaking of weight, uh, do you remember where you were at the end of that seven pound drop? Do you remember what your weight was? Yeah. I went from 190 to 183. Okay, gotcha. And you're how much right now? 186. Yeah, so that's that's the thing. You're you're one of these people that are going to be getting 
adding a little bit of size into the show, which it can be done if it's done the right way. And that's, that's pretty exciting. Um, I do want to fast forward to where we are now, but let's talk real quick about your crucial supplements. Um, because for not just our clients, but you, you have yours, for example, tell people what your crew, listen, everybody knows you're taking creatine. Like we all know that, right? Except for some of my clients that don't fucking listen and take it as I've talked about on the show, but we're not going to go there. What are your crucial supplements, man? What are your haves that you have to have? Well, so if we're talking health supplements here, for me, I've got high, I'll have high blood pressure if I don't watch it. So I take Carditone. Yeah. Um, I was in the doctor a week ago for something, and it was 137 over 70. So the top number is a little high, but it's, it's controlling it. Um, I take cholesterol support because that goes bad too for Viva Krill oil, 2,000 milligrams D-limonene, and cholestin when I can stand it. Sometimes I get the rash from the damn niacin and I just say screw it. Yeah. Um, I'd say Mariva SF um, curcumin. It's a very potent form. I also use our Metapure um, for detox. Um, I use a product to further help methylation and I use Tudka for liver and let's see, I use my gourmet greens cause I'm not always good about greens. So I get really good then yep. flora protect for probiotics and digestive enzymes are utilized is really important for me cause I have poor digestion, especially when I go from 200 grams of protein up to 300 and now i'm at 270 like i have to really support that and i'm adding extra betaine hydrochloric as well to the product um l-carnitine injectable okay that's a great one um amino pump pre-workout and i'll take that pre-stage those are by amino-pure.com um what about thyroid boost and cordy's where where are you at on both I yep. use two thyroid boosts a day, one morning, one evening, and Cordy's two, three times a day. Yep. Morning, post-workout, bedtime. That's a must for me right now. Yep. Um, and I'm actually getting pretty decent sleep, and I take uh, five milligrams of melatonin with that Cordy's as well. Yeah, that's, that's, you know, that's not something we're going to recommend to most of our clients. Cordy's and Thyroboost is definitely in. I, I mean, I use two Thyroboost every day, period, mm-hmm. off season. But, you know, the Cordy's, when you're really stressed towards the end, you're trying to get that tiny little bit off. That's such a crucial supplement, man, and a sleep aid. That I just emailed one of my clients now. She's getting ready to do Worlds, and I've got to get about five pounds off of her. And I said, to get to that, and she's natural, to get to yeah. that final, final place, your sleep has got to be on point and you've got to minimize chronic cortisol. So those two are crucial, crucial for my folks. Um, so speaking of now, let's talk about now you're, you're two to three weeks out now. Um, you just talked to me today. You sent me some pictures. You're looking pretty nasty. You're probably, I'm thinking a week out from being just totally hundred percent ready. Is that, is that what you would think? And what's, what's I, think this, I think this hard push, hard push this week, dropped another 50 carbs. Keeping my steps at 12,000, so I've got another 2,000 still knock off and we're done here. So I'm tired. I'm pushing. Um, And I think a week will do it. 
Um, a little bit more off the glutes, lower back is close, needs just a tiny bit off, but some of that's just drying off. And so, yeah, I, I feel like I'm close. I looked at picks from Kentucky. Um, and I feel like I'm, I'm right there and I'm definitely bigger. Yeah, I, I agree, man. I, I think you get that last pound off, you know, your glutes and hams are both going to sharpen a little bit. I mean, to me, you're at 99% right now. Like you're right there. Are you starting to think about carb ups? Are you, are you doing any carb yeah. ups and looking at your pictures the day after and things? I'd like to test it if I can next week. Um, yeah. I'm thinking, well, here's a bitch. It's not a Thursday night weigh-in. It's Friday. I compete Saturday. And I got to be 185 at 4 p.m. And I think with the maneuvers that I'll make two weeks out, I'll, I'll drop some water. Um, I might be at around 183, hopefully, by that morning. Yeah. And then I'll have two pounds to play with. And what I was planning on doing was eating just protein uh, or isoperfect because it's it doesn't – bloat me at all right and just some almond butter as needed and uh, watch my water but that'll at least fill you know the you know intramuscular triglycerides you need that too to fill out so i'll take care of the fat and then i can just get the carbs in fast without having to use as much fat and just load carbs into the evening if i have to get up um you know at night and wake up every two hours that's what i'll do yeah um but you know, I figure if I get about 80 grams of fat in, 400 carbs, I won't have to go like super hard on the carbs if I use a moderate fat approach. At least that's the way it worked for the Kentucky, and I look pretty good. So yeah. if I had it in perfect world, I probably would start in the morning, keep water super high, keep salt in, and do about 600, 700 carbs. Yep. But I think if I try to load that from 4 p.m., on in it might be a bad deal for my digestion so yeah. i'm thinking get 90 fats in the morning as long as my weight is holding rehydrate after hit the sodium 400 carbs or so finish the rest off in the morning with a couple meals i think i'd go on around 11 um and, and that should be plenty of time to get two good meals in yeah, and you've done that a thousand times with clients that have to make weight on a Friday for a Saturday show. I have yep. as well. I, I know I like to elect to uh, do the same thing you did. I always have them hit some high glycemic carbs right out of the gate, some Gatorade, and maybe a little bit of dextrose thrown in so they hydrate. They get salt and water in. Maybe the first 100, 150 carbs, they're just immediately in the muscle. And then, you know, food that's good on digestion. So, yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited for you. I know you'll nail it. You've, you've done this a gazillion times. Um, you're, you're, let's see, Saturday will be what? Two weeks out will be this Saturday. When are you going to fly in? Um, Thursday night. Okay. Or Thursday sometime. Yeah. Are you somebody that ever holds from flying? I know there's a lot of people listening. Usually not really. I mean, I hear people talk about their ankles swelling and I don't have any of that problem. You know, the only time I see that with clients, I, I always have them keep their water pretty high when they fly anyway, just as a cautionary, uh, thing to do but the only people i see they're watery are the fucking stress balls they're the mm -hmm. ones that are complete they're they're stressed out they're running everywhere they're flying yeah. in the fucking on friday when they have to check in and like 
I always tell my clients, fly in on Thursday, chill out, relax. You can take your time, kind of bebop around on Friday, get your tan done. Yep. But it's the people that are trying to cram it all into one fucking, and their stress balls, those yep. are the people that hold water, and then they blame it on flying. I don't know what yes. the hell there is about flying that would make someone hold water, except for it, it, maybe it's stressful to some people, but. I think it's a stress thing, too. I mean, I don't know, like, if it's an altitude thing. I have no idea. Doesn't make but, sense to um, me. It's never really affected me. No, I've never had it affect my clients ever. So, all right, man. Well, we are going to drop some some information too um, in the show notes. You guys check that out. We've got all the links. If you guys want to email Jason to get one of his presentations on metabolic adaptations and hormonal dysfunction. Our emails are both in the show notes. You can hit us up with any topics you want. We'll do another Q&A soon. And then we will catch up with Jason soon around his show so we can kind of see what's going on and then we'll do a recap too. So a couple more episodes that'll kind of revolve around this, uh, around this. So what do you got going on the rest of the night, man? You just going to chill out and relax or what? Well, I got 2000 steps to get in and I think we might need to get to Kroger to have a little food for the weekend, uh, without having to mess with it then. So just stuff like that, but I'm pretty much done for the night. I do have a new client, but I think I'm going to take it easy. Yeah. I'm right there with you, man. All right, guys, we will see you soon. Make sure you check out the show notes. We're super excited to see everyone at the next seminar in Tampa. For myself Definitely. and Jason, we're out of here. See you guys. Yeah.